0: Welcome to D3 Nation, now don't you change the station, oh Lord knows it has just begun. We're talking all the motivation from years of dedication, discovering who's number one. The fight is never done, you gotta dig down
1: inside for who you're destined to be. The war is never won, so talk it out with your host, Gennaro and...
0: What's going on everyone joined by co-host Gennaro Bonaventura out of Pennsylvania, and no guests this week because last week was a busy week in division three wrestling for the first time in a while this season. It was great to see the first set of the NWCA rankings get released. They were published last Thursday. So first set of team ranking tournament, team ranking and individual rankings, 10 guys at each weight. And Just for some clarification on the team ranking, the way that works is it's just strictly based on how many individuals you have ranked, where they're ranked, and you get points based on where they're ranked. So for example, if you have the number one ranked wrestler in the country, that's 16 points. So it's basically saying he's a national champion with no bonus points. It goes with the tournament team scoring. All right. And then if you have a, wrestler that's ranked ninth in the country or ranked 10th is respectively uh two and then one point in the ranking so just some clarification on that i know some people are wondering where some teams were it's not a dual meet ranking there really was no duels obviously up to this point so tough to make a dual meet ranking so we just went with the top 15 in tournament team ranking and just really excited to recognize those programs those guys deserve those rankings and another kind of um thing to consider is there's no true freshmen in this set of rankings and there's no transfers. So the second set of rankings, which hopefully will come out in the middle of February um, when we have some more results, uh, we'll add in those transfers and then obviously some high level true freshmen that start making their appearance. So very excited about how those come out and uh, what'd you think of the first set of rankings, G?
1: Yeah, I thought they were were solid. Um, It seems they just went off returning qualifiers and seeding which is, you know, easy to do. And, you know, it's good. It's just good for kids to get recognized. And I like where it's at right now. Obviously with some of the results we're we'll about to go over, we don't know if these kids are at the right weights right now, if they're dissenting down. But this is the first initial ranking of what the coaches did. So I like where it's at. It's a good
0: start. Yeah. So I'm one of the twelve members on the committee and it was quite the daunting task to make these I guess technically the preseason ranking, because typically you go off the all American finishes from last year, returning qualifiers, et cetera, et cetera. But we didn't have any of those credentials since the NCAA tournament was canceled. So the seeds, what they were going into the NCAA tournament, we kind of took those as their placement for last year. I mean, that was kind right, of the, right. the, the consistent way to go about it. Um, okay you know, returning national qualifiers also uh, was a big credential for each ranking. And if a guy was moving up in a weight class, um, they could be ranked in that respective uh, weight class if they had some type of credential from last year, but we wouldn't want to put them over anyone that had that type of credential from last year, like they had success at the weight. Um, So just an example, for, you know, one of our guys, Kyle Slendorn, he went up from 133 to 141. And we decided not to put him above any returners at 141 because they show success at the weight. And obviously, Kyle returning regional champ, national qualifier, but the weight class below. So, you know, hopefully right. he gets a chance to show that he can compete at that level too. But for right now, that's the way we are going about it. So, um, we try to stay consistent throughout the whole thing. A lot of teams, obviously, opting out so far the NCA championships, which is a whole different conversation. Um, so, we just try to do the best we could with the, the programs that were available. And, uh, you know, obviously these will drastically change, though, with if guys are staying up and how the results are turning out right now.
1: Right, because you don't know what the situations were for each school. Some,
0: you know, were able to cert uh, this fall,
1: but some maybe didn't. Maybe they had a cert now. So their certification plan could be all over the place. So it's just something to look out for and will um, be interesting to see how everything plays out. Um, also, too, for people that were asking about – so the the NWCA rankings and Flow Wrestling rankings are – you're on the committee and you do Flow Wrestling, but they are not the same,
0: correct? They are not the same. Yep, there are two different polls, which I think is great in Division Three, And obviously honestly- – D three wrestle hasn't uh, released their rankings, but to have yeah. three, but in a typical year, you'll have three ranking polls for division mm-hmm. three wrestling, which is definitely the most. I know there's another website as well, too, Um Wrestler Stat also is is doing division three as well too. So a okay. lot, of, a lot of platform platforms now are putting out rankings for division. That's 3, great, which is great. I mean, you need more polls. I mean, if you look at like division one, I mean they have like four or five polls they go off of ranking right. wise. So you know, when you get to the NCAA tournament, you really can see those seeds clearly. Um, so I think the more coverage we get, the more polls we get, and uh, exposure is just great for for this level of wrestling.
1: Right. And then you said flow is gonna because we did top uh, eighteen originally. You're gonna, you're gonna do top twelve now, correct?
0: Yeah. So it's gonna be top twelve moving forward with the, just just with the amount of teams that dropped out. Just, right. Just made it very difficult so we're dropping it from 18 to 12 for the rest of this season and obviously moving forward we would like to uh expand that um you know and i know for the nwca as well too like we would like to expand as well too it's just made it tough this year with the amount of teams that have opted right
1: out. no yeah definitely all good possibilities and then um the d3 wrestle one they do top 30 correct usually it's like
0: it's like top 10
1: contender and then i will mention
0: Right, yeah, and you know, uh, Coach Vogel and whoever else helps out with D three wrestle, they do a good job. They, you know, top ten is a numerical order. In those contender and honorable mention though, it's not numerical order. It's just, okay. it's just how, that, like if ne- they're, the next yeah, tier of guys, tier, yeah, like that if makes you sense. If, if you're up top, you know, you're not he he doesn't have you as eleven. That's not how he does it. I mean, it's a very daunting task to rank that many wrestlers. Right. You know? So top 10, numerical order. And then after that, it's like he it does like a tier level.
1: Yeah, no, that's cool. Just, just so everyone's aware of how each works, like moving forward. That way, um, there's not like so many questions and like, I guess, like, you know, differences in the rankings. It, everyone has a different perspective and different kind of, you know, um, take on their own rankings. But in the end, when all comes to Son and done at the end of the year rankings, you can throw them out the window. It doesn't really matter. So it's just good for the, to so you see where everyone's at and um, to see, you know, the programs and those
0: good wrestlers get recognized. So the next set of flow wrestling rankings, they should be posted um, sometime early this week. And then the NWCA first poll, you can find that D3 Wrestle posted it. Uh, it's also posted on InterMat. Um on the NWCA website and actually USA Wrestling. Uh they posted an article about the first set of division three rankings last week. They put a release out. So plenty of ways to find those first set of rankings. So definitely check those out if you have not already. But that's enough ranking talk. As Janelle said, the last ranking of the year in March is really the only one that matters. This is just all fun, you know, coach talk, fan talk. Um, but you know, we got down to business this week, and as you can tell, rankings are out the window and guys are stepping on the mind. So a lot, of, uh, a lot of upsets this weekend, a lot of, uh, a lot of teams in action. Um, so it's definitely good to see. So, G, what, what conferences do we have in, in action this week?
1: So we had uh, the ARC, which is um,
0: the, American, Iowa, yep, the, the
1: Iowa's, Iowa schools. Yeah, American Rivers Conference. Then the CCIW competed this weekend. Mm-hmm. The OAC, and then one school. That we were just talking about before the podcast, Averitt, they compete again this weekend. They've been doing a great job of getting going again. They are actually already at four duels. They are four and all in the year. They wrestled Huntington, Allen uh, this past weekend, and they won 39 10 and 38 16.
0: Yeah, and they also wrestled Greensboro on Wednesday. So, uh, so it's definitely awesome to see that their administration has supported them to compete as early as awesome. because January first was the competition allowance date um, that we were given. It's just a matter of what you could do training wise up to that point, but you can right. tell a- Aver has been ready to go, and um, they, uh, you know, got four mates under their belt already. So it's definitely nice to see. Yeah, they had the duels and a uh, tournament actually too. Um, yeah, there a was very, one very small tournament. Yeah, the Star City Classic.
1: Yep, there was pretty much all this southern teams. Uh, Ferrum was there, Shenandoah, new program out of Virginia. Trying to think who else was there. Was Liberty there as well? Liberty was there. Um, their club school, and then was Greensboro also at that? It might have been, they might have been. I I, I gotta check real
0: quick. Uh, yeah, and
1: yeah, to my knowledge, besides the Adrian tournament, which happened actually first semester. This is the only other tournament that happened this year. I feel like you're going to be seeing just a lot of uh, dual, uh, dual results.
0: Right. Yeah, so let's get into those dual, dual results. Obviously, it was supposed to be a little more action in the American Rivers Conference, but a one a whole try was, uh, was canceled. Uh, Luther could not compete, obviously, because of COVID protocol. But um, Buena Vista, uh, you know, they had two solid wins. Buena Vista took out Simpson and Nebraska Wesleyan. Um, and Simpson also uh, got a win there over Nebraska Wesleyan as well. And then Wartburg uh, looked great in their showing against Dubuque. Um, okay. there, was a, there was a top 10 uh, wrestler that went down there, and uh, uh, Zareek Anderson, uh, their transfer, Zane Mulder, transferred from Iowa State, looked great, and he, uh, he put up a lot of points. He made your decisions. Uh, number seven guy in the country at one sixty five, so you gotta imagine Mulder. Obviously, is gonna be a big factor at the one sixty five division. We kind of knew that coming in when he was transferring in, and he took he actually won in the opening dual meet as well too at Iowa State.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's funny he transferred from Iowa State and then he beat uh, the Iowa State kid yeah. in the duel. <laughs> so I, I mean, I mean, he definitely had potential to start at Iowa State. I mean, he was in out of lineup last year. I believe his record at Iowa State last year was like twenty two and twelve. Uh, Yeah,
0: 21. He was plus 20 wins for sure.
1: Yeah. I know he was kind of like a spot starter. He wasn't like really I don't think he wrestled at big 12s, correct?
0: No, no, he wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't the postseason guy. So, you know, maybe just was
1: ready for a chain of scenery. You know, Warburg recruited him, probably saying, hey, you're going to be our guy right away. And um, probably loved loved hearing that. And he's doing big things already. So he's definitely going to be a factor at 165.
0: Yeah, yeah. No doubt. So yeah, Warburg looked great in that, um, you know, taking out the Buke. So that, that was kind of around there in the American Rivers Conference, and obviously because of Zane Mulder's impressive win, he was named the rest of the week for them. So... Um, for the arc, yep. Yeah, yeah. so definitely a, a good start for him and the Knights. Uh, you know, obviously dropping that one to Iowa State, but getting that competition in early, you know, it's definitely sets him up nice for the rest of the year to compete against Division Three schools. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, obviously expecting big things out of them like usual. So now moving on to the next conference, the college uh, conference of Illinois and Wisconsin. A lot of action over here. There was two different uh, tries or quads that were going down um, this weekend. So the big winners out of that, North Central, um, the Cardinals went uh, a nice 3-0. and We just had Joe Norton on the podcast, so good job to him and, and their program getting it going. We obviously knew they had a very, very strong team coming into the year. And Concordia, Wisconsin had a barn burner with Wheaton. They, they beat them 2019, and they went a perfect 4-0 and in a dual meet there. They took out Wheaton, Milwaukee School of Engineering, Lakeland, and Carthage. So congrats to them on that um, this weekend.
1: Yeah, that's a good show, and it's actually a big matchup because going off your first uh, initial uh, NWC rankings, North Central was seventh, and Milliken was was eighth. So that's a top ten matchup, uh, week one. Getting after it, so uh, that's that's pretty pretty good stuff to see. Um, speaking about that duel itself, the final score was twenty five to eighteen. Um, there were some upsets. In that duel at 97. Uh, I guess that it, was, uh, it's
0: tough to say it's an upset though. I mean, yeah, ball is, yeah, Baller right. wrestling up. I mean, he's number two at 184. Obviously, great win for Hoggabomber to. You know, he's number four at 97, and also we knew that would be a very good, good individual matchup. Um, so it's tough to say it's an upset, but yeah, definitely right. a quality one, quality one for sure.
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess if you're looking on paper, um, you're saying that because he's ranked second 84 but you don't know if if uh, he's a small 897 right now that probably factored into the match a little bit as well so it'll be interesting to see if he's going to stay up or is he gonna go down
0: right and, and the other big name in that lineup Preston, um, he was up at Robbie Preston he was up at 133 and 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 looked solid as well there uh, you know for Milliken's standpoint you know there are hammers. Hammered for sure. I mean, obviously, Brayton Burt didn't wrestle. He got a fourth in the North Central duel. But um, quick, quick work for him this weekend, a couple of pins in the first period. So, obviously, he's going to be looking to keep it rolling, obviously, like he did last year.
1: Right. And then that Logan uh, Bomber. he's top 10 in 97 right now too, right? Or yeah, is he he's,
0: on- yeah, he's number four right now. Number four. Okay. You know, so he was the, he, he the third-place finisher out of the lower – uh, Midwest, Midwest regional last year, but solid guy. It was a first year in the line for Milliken. you know, obviously Jennings, the national finals from 2018, he graduated and Hagebarra came in and just did a great job filling in. So obviously I'm looking to get that all American finished this year for them.
1: Yeah. Uh, no, it's a, it's a good duel to see uh, right off the bat. Um, the final score was 25, 18. So it was definitely a, a tightly contested battle. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was one forfeit in there, it says, uh,
0: at 65. Yeah, at 65, at 65, yeah. So, and you're going to see that a lot too. I mean, I mean, teams not having their full lineup just because they could be hurt, they could be out, or COVID protocol, you know, it just – some guys might be out because of the COVID. You just don't know. There's Yeah, you don't – What that situ- situation is for each program. Correct. But yeah. definitely want to also bring up, you know, the uh, Concordia, Wisconsin uh, wrestler at – 141 uh junior uh val Kochu. i hope i said that right um he's a junior uh he had a great weekend with three zero, and he had a big win over the sixth rant wrestler from wheaton ethan harsh returning national qualifier he racked up a major decision so good start to him congrats to him on being named wrestler of the week and uh, definitely helped them um pick up that win over wheaton
1: yeah, that's that's awesome and it looks like what
0: Concordia Concordia went 4-0. Yep, perfect like. 4-0 on the weekend. Yeah,
1: that's a that's a good start for them and then um congratulations to uh Carthage getting their first uh, collegiate win as a new program. That's that's great to see. Um they won over Lakeland uh
0: 21-18. Yeah, yeah, their first win since 1994 uh since being reinstated. So great for them to get get on the winning winning track there. Yeah,
1: it's definitely impressive for, for them. I, I I didn't look at their results, but for them to compete like that and not have a bunch of forfeits for a first year program, especially during a pandemic, um, kudos to them doing a great job recruiting and getting that program rolling.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they're in a great recruiting area too. So I'm, I'm sure they're going to look to continue to build um, and definitely be a force we reckon with uh, in the near future. Definitely. So, um, Definitely uh, North central Milken was one of the big duels uh, this weekend uh, that we we saw, but another big duel happened out the OAC. So that kind of wraps up the CCIW. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, so let's move on to the uh, Ohio athletic conference. Now a few schools obviously out of competition this week here, you know, university of Mount union did not compete and uh, Muskegon, but there was still some teams in action. Uh, Baldwin Wallace had a great showing um, you know, looks like the Yellow Jackets are going to be ready to roll again. The, I would say they were probably the, the, the biggest duel with Ball, Ball and Wallace and John Carroll. And, uh, you know, they came out on top 26-16. Both teams had a lot of individual ind- individuals ranked in the top 10.
1: Yeah, I mean, Ball and Wallace, is, you feel like, is one of those programs now that they are just kind of not rebuilding. They're, like, reloading. Um, they're going to be in the mix every year it seems like for top 10 and, you know, have qualifiers and have a good showing um, them and mountain union have been, have, have had a nice rivalry over the years. So you, you figure, I think they wrestle the last weekend, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if you saw that schedule or not. And cause they did just update it again, but I'm pretty sure they are part of that last try. Before
0: yeah, I think the OAC help. has uh, three or four different weekends where the teams will be wrestling each other in tries. So hopefully we get, we, we get to see that dual meet uh, later in February.
1: Yeah, so just going over some results between Ball and Wallace and John Carroll. Um, you had two national qualifiers uh, go to head-to-head at 133, Andrew uh, Piroca over Dante Gennetti. Uh, four three, so that was a tightly contested bout. Uh, we don't know. Both these guys have been at twenty five before, so it'll be interesting to see if they're staying at thirty three or dropping. And then another uh, big match uh, was one fifty seven. Uh, Stanley Bleich over Sam Gross three one. That's a, I think top top five battle. But Bleich is ranked at forty nine right now, Ant.
0: Yeah, Bleich was returning qualifier at forty nine, so right now he is third. Um, at 149 and gross i believe was third at 157
1: so yeah big battle there be interesting to see if blight stays up now because besides him beating sam gross who was ranked third at 57 he beat the number one guy in your first set of rankings um from otterbein i'm having a blank on his name what was his name again
0: uh last name was witten uh, yeah witten and he had a great regional tournament
1: last year and actually won that r- tough region So it goes to show you how good that region is at 57. So it seems like Blights is in a good spot at 49 or 57 after uh, his good showing. He was named OAC Wrestler of the Week and actually D3 Wrestler of the Week.
0: Um, I don't know if you had anything to add with that. Yeah, no. I mean, you know, Blights has been kind of a force since he's been on campus at Ball and Wallace. um, Multiple time qualifier. Uh, for them, still looking for his first all-american finish. Obviously, last year he was a three-seed at 149, so you kind of have to imagine he would have got that AA finish. Obviously, first-team all-american because of that, but yeah, I mean, strong performance from him, majoring the number one guy. And you know, from a committee standpoint and ranking standpoint, I mean, Wenton was the guy. I mean, the central, probably the toughest region at 57, and you know, he got the job job done last year. He was actually unseeded though at nationals, but you know, going off of his tournament at the central regional, I mean, it was kind of yeah. tough, kind of tough to okay. not have him number yeah. one, especially if you kind of look at it, Grant Zaman was number one seed. He's up at 65. Now, um, okay. a, a lot of other guys cleared out that were seated at 57. So, um, so I mean, definitely, definitely something for a to consider. I mean, 149 is a very, very tough weight class as well. But yeah. Anderson calendar and him, um, not saying he's not right there with them, but I mean, if you just major number one kid in the country, you got to think maybe he's staying up there. Who knows though?
1: Right. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, he has good options both the way. I mean, he's top three right now, 49. And then, I mean, if a new ranking came up and you said he was going to be at 57, I would think he would be the number,
0: new number one at 57. Right. And it's so, not like he, he hasn't had success at 57. He started the year last year at 157. Um, right. One, if like, invitational and, uh, had some pretty high quality wins there. I mean, he's had success at 57 before. So. He's had
1: a great career. I mean, he's always been in the mix. He's, he's had a really good career. So um, it'll be interesting to see how he wraps up and what weight he's at. But then moving forward uh, with this duel, another uh, top 10 battle. I think Dalton Leitner was ranked at 57. Correct. He, he was. He, yep. he lost to uh, Luke Rotsky from John Carroll, 6'5". Uh, seemed like it had to be a good match there. So that was uh a big match for John Carroll as well. Rotsky over to Dalton Leitner, 6'5. And if they are at 60, if they stay both stay at 65, that's big seeding stuff for regionals there. So uh something that caught my eye, I don't even know if you noticed this. Patrick McGall, he was at 149 last year. He's all the way up at 74 now.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I did notice that. Pretty, pretty crazy. Um those John yeah, Carroll a- got John C- guys are always pretty uh Pretty jacked up too, so maybe just big bulk season for him uh, yeah. in the off season. I mean, he was a tough competitor at 49. Interesting to see how yeah. he fills in at 174. Right. I mean, he was a big 49 too. I don't know if I I
1: remember watching him compete last year. We went to John Carroll duels. I'm like, dang, this kid's a big 49.
0: Yeah, and so. he's a true freshman, so maybe he just kind of hit a growth spurt. And you yeah. know, that's that's kind of the beauty of Division three. You know, um, you kind of see that that fluctuation. Guys kind of moving all over the place. Uh, right. Right. You know, and, and trying to figure out where where they're going to be most successful at. So
1: yeah, less oh. big, you know, less big cucks, more like just eating, lifting, being happy, enjoying the sport. So you see that more at uh, the D three level, whereas D one, D two, you're on scholarship, you're going to be cutting down to the weight. Yeah, you they were... almost they recruit you for that weight for sure. Yeah. So, but then wrapping up this duel, it looked like it was a good back and forth battle between John Carroll and baldwin Wallace, but uh, the last three weight classes, ball and Wallace ran away with it, winning each one, one by tech fall, one by fall, and then one by decision. So that really uh, separated them at the end of the match. Good duel, another top 10 duel going off the NWCA rankings. John Carroll was third and ball and Wallace was six. So you knew it was going to be a good duel and it's just good to see the results and we'll see how it uh, plays out from here on out.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's definitely pretty cool. I mean, honestly, these are all conference matchups kind of been the trend so far. I know some some other schools uh you know looking to wrestle out of conference as well too but it's it's awesome to see these high level dual meets right off the bat i mean sometimes you you don't really see it until national duels or if you ever get them throughout the year so uh definitely cool to get these matches rolling uh right away right and just to
1: wrap up that try so ball and wallace 150 to 0 over otterbein and then 26 16 over john carroll and then john carroll beat otterbein uh 36 to 13. And then there was another OAC try. It was how Northern Heidelberg and Wilmington, Howe uh, Northern finished that one undefeated. They beat Heidelberg 33 to 15 and uh, Wilmington 46, nothing. And then Heidelberg uh, split because they beat Wilmington 39 to six. So OAC was getting after it this weekend. There were some uh, results there. If you, if you want to go over that, Ant,
0: yeah, for sure. So yeah, Ohio Northern, we knew coming into it, they were they going to have a good team this year. And, um, you know, so definitely the favorite to go to, and know, in that try. but, you know, in the Heidelberg duel, uh, you know, they, they won the war for sure. But Heidelberg won some, some key battles, uh, especially at 57 and 65, the polar bears had two guys that were ranked in the top 10 and Schuler Caprella and Jordan Hardrick. And, you know, Heidelberg found a way to get, Get those two wins, which on paper you you'd think that Ohio would get that. But um so kudos to them for for getting the job done. Uh Heilberg's big hammer, Dylan Roth, has been uh looking great, you know, four number one seed, all American in 2019 at, at 184. And, you know, he's ranked third right now. Um, he's definitely gonna be in the mix for national title this year. So uh, Heilberg always always looking to scrap and uh you know early on that duel, you know, they started with a forfeit and Put themselves in a hole being down 12-0, but uh, you know, they 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 fought hard there, and um, it's good to see Ohio Northern and you know that the rest the whole really always see a whole a lot of depth this year. It's uh good to see,
1: yeah, and it's just good to see wrestling again, and they have uh these tries moving forward. Um, I'm sure other conferences are going to get set rolling here because for regionals, if uh, people didn't know, you have to have three weigh-ins. To qualify for regionals as a team, so um, I know for ourselves the pack that we're we're going to go in February. You're about to get some duels going as two, right, Ant?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, there's no MAC conference dual meet schedule, but each uh, school that still is wrestling right now, two teams out of the MAC have opted out in York and Kings, but the rest of us are setting up schedules. So looking to uh, confirm that and hopefully get uh, a schedule publicly released here at the end of the week and. I mean, guys. I mean, it's February, this Monday coming up. So it's pretty crazy. Competition's yeah. gonna be rolling sooner or later. We'll be at regionals, um, and then hopefully, uh, if everything goes well, in Wisconsin Lacrosse for the national championships. So right, it, it's gonna um, come
1: quick. It's yeah. I mean, we always say second semester uh, goes quick in wrestling. Well, this season's gonna go quick <laughs> in wrestling. It's gonna come down to four weeks pretty much. So it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out. Um, we should, you know, people that are also listening, we should have an idea of how regionals and nationals are going to look by the end of next week. It seems like the surveys were sent out to each college. Um, and there was a yes or no, if you were competing this winter, so they'll put those numbers together, see where the threshold's at. And then I believe you were saying that next Wednesday will be final word or you think, yeah,
0: would... uh, hopefully, um, you know, they tally the results, the championships committee meet, and uh, you know, they'll let us know what, what the deals with winter championships. Obviously, okay. this, this past fall, fall championships, they made the hard decision early on to cancel them. So, shutting down the fall seasons. But, you know, winter championships are a go still right now. And we're hoping after these results come in, um, each sport can stay above their threshold of teams opting out for basketball, right. wrestling, et cetera, et cetera and we can get the national championships this year. Yeah, definitely. And then um, the only – I think the
1: Act too, was starting up in February. Yep. Um, the only yep. conference that's kind of limbo I didn't really see much about was the Centennial, so it'll be interesting to well, see. Well, the
0: Centennial's out as a conference. As a conference, but teams themselves – Right, right. Out. Yeah, I, okay. I believe I saw Washington and Lee on Ferrum's schedule later on, so I know they're still trying to compete. Merchant Marine okay. Academy just started practicing. Um, so okay. there, there are some schools in Centennial that are, are still giving it a go. So yeah, as a conference, they made the decision, but you're right. They gave all right. the schools autonomy to, to make their own decisions as well. Right,
1: because like same thing with the MAC. MACs, te- technically, I remember people were confused about that release. They opted out, but the teams have the option same thing with the conference that Wabash is in they're in that same boat. Correct. So like I said, we'll have a better understanding of all that. Um, Hopefully next, next week Week, yeah. and then and we can plan accordingly to a regional, everything like that, because the Northeast and the Mideast region right now is pretty thin. So you got to imagine yeah. they are going to try and reconstruct that in some way and have the best fair way to get kids to nationals just, you know, knock on wood, fingers crossed, we hope two national tournaments aren't canceled in a row. I mean, that'll be heartbreaking. So just keep working hard, stay positive, control, you control, and just enjoy the opportunities that lie ahead with wrestling right now. Enjoy your competitions, get after it.
0: Yep. Yep. So great to to see these conferences competing and and have kind of like a full slate of division three results. And um, obviously next weekend, uh, these conferences are, are planning to compete as well again. So just be a, check their, check those conferences websites for the, the dual meet schedule. Um, I know the CCIW, uh, for example, they have a dual meet schedule and they're actually going to do their conference championship still. So that that's pretty cool to see as well too. So, um, yeah, a lot of things and happening. just our, be- our,
1: uh, uh, our conference champion. I mean, I know it's a smaller conference. We do usually it's three teams around Robin. Uh, torn. Uh, it used to be round robin. Now you can enter two per weight, so it's like six-man brackets. Our conference championship is still on. It'll be that third weekend right before regionals, so we can get the three weigh-ins. We're supposed to have like two peak conference tries, and then a conference championship um, as well. So I think us and then uh, what was the other conference you just said, Ant?
0: The CCIW.
1: Yeah, I think we're the only two right now. The rest I feel like opted out. Um,
0: yeah, so. no, no conference championships, just dual meets. Uh, so, so it's definitely exciting to see, you know, so make sure you guys are, are following because the results are starting to come in nice and, uh, be on the lookout for new rankings coming out soon. Um, and, uh, you know, thanks for tuning in and, uh, hopefully we'll, uh, be able to give you guys a good recap next week.